Yo, what's up and welcome to the Calisthenic Show where I interview calisthenic athletes and influencers all over the world. My name is Daniel Fleerfield and today I'm going to interview Stan Brownie aka Brownie on social media. He is a calisthenic athlete and influencer with over 900,000 subscribers on YouTube. He inspires millions of people through his entertaining videos on YouTube and today you're going to know more about his history, how he got started with calisthenic, how he started with YouTube and so much more. Before we start this interview, just hit that like button and let's get started. Welcome to the Calisthenic Show, Stan Brownie, or as other people know you from social media, Brownie, the drink your water guy or smash like guy. How are you doing? <laughs> there you go. I am doing good. Thank you so much for having me, man. Man, uh, it's an honor to have you here. Uh, and you are not the typical calisthenic athlete that I have been interviewing. But you are you have a huge influence for, towards the calisthenic, like mainstream calisthenics. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I would say so as well. And I think that's quite funny you say that, like not the the normal calisthenics athlete. I would say I'm I'm definitely not. Uh, lots of people could say like, oh yeah, he's doing just doing that, and he's just doing a bit of his body weight and stuff like that. But I do think I uh, I have my fair share in the in the community, and uh, and I think I I was I was quite early there. So I think we. Uh, I did a decent job at, uh, at trying to grow the community and got a lot of people interested in, in calisthenics. Yeah, I, I'm a bit different than some, I guess, uh, but I, uh, I, I, I love calisthenics. Yeah, and I can see that on the videos, you're really, you're passionate with the things you are doing, entertaining, how the way you are entertaining. It's, it's a new, unique, some would say it's cringe, some would say I don't like that type of content, some, will, some, some love it, but it doesn't matter because for me, you are a huge influence towards the calisthenic community. No matter if the typical statics and freestyle guys are not, no, he's not a calisthenic athlete. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks, I guess. So I, I hope, I hope not too many people think it's cringe, but I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, like I said, I just, I just love calisthenics, and I try to implement that in my, uh, in my videos. And I, I always say to people, I see myself more as a a content creator that loves calisthenics more than calisthenics athlete that is doing content making content about that i never i started as a, as a as a as a content creator and i never started as a calisthenics athlete when it comes to what i did first because i i started making videos like seven eight years ago and i started calisthenics like over four years ago um so uh there's a big difference there i i started with videos and then implemented calisthenics there and and i just love calisthenics but I'm more creative than a calisthenics athlete that is famous because of, of, of the athlete. You know what? I respect you a lot for the time. I know how much time it takes to do the type of videos you do. I was amazed with the edit and like the effort and how many videos you're doing. And I'm looking at myself. I'm like, okay, I create this. And this dude's quality of the content is 10 times better than mine. I'm like, shit. Nah, nah. <laughs> I mean, thank you, thank you. That means a lot. That means a lot. But uh, I mean, I, I, uh, I actually like the first time you said, "Hey, uh, let's let's do an interview uh, in the comments." I think uh, on a YouTube video you mentioned it, and uh, like a guy who was in my videos quite a lot. He's called like the guy in the blue shirt. Um, he was like, "Oh, you should definitely do that." I, I watched that guy. I, I I've seen his interview with with this guy and then that athlete, and I was like, "Oh, I mean, if you if you, if you, like, if you like his content, uh, so uh, I mean, you made a name for yourself as well." So. Uh, 
people liking your content as well. So I don't think you should worry too much about quality there. Uh, I think you're doing fine as well, man. But before, guys, before we start with the questions, remember to smash like, like Stan would say. Smash like, all right? Smash <laughs> like. <laughs> and the first question I have you, how old are you and where are you from? I am 20 right now and I'm from the Netherlands. Birthday is the 10th of October. And how tall are you and what is your weight today? My weight today is, I think, 79 kilogram, maybe 80. 79 and my height is 182 uh, centimeters 182 meters well you and me are pretty similar oh cool uh, i'm 183 and 85 right now oh yeah then it's uh then you, then you must love doing stuff like uh like front levers and, uh, and things like that yes i love it because it's, <laughs> the gravity loves me yeah gravity <laughs> loves us yeah epic no oh yeah that's that's that those are my stats right now when did you start with calisthenic and why did you start with it? I started, like I said, around four to five years ago now. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's almost been five years. And I started because the friend I was talking about, who, uh, who enjoyed your content, he was, yeah. uh, he, was, he was doing it already. And I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. And I wasn't really in the, the happiest place at that moment uh, in my life. I was like 15. And I got rejected by a girl and, and I just wasn't really feeling it. Yeah. And everything wasn't going well. YouTube was like, I was doing YouTube for quite some time, but obviously like it was 15. Not a lot of people are enjoying content from 13, 14, 15 year olds. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I was putting a lot of work in. I, I've been working my ass off for YouTube like for years and it wasn't going anywhere when I was 15. And I was a bit, I wouldn't say like depressed or something. I, I would never like, don't think I would give my, my myself that label really fast, but I wasn't feeling in a, in the, the best so i saw him doing that and i was like oh that that's actually pretty cool i want to better myself i want to start working out i want to get healthy because i was also a little bit chubby you know i just saw that as the perfect opportunity to just join him and let's, let's get some workouts in and that's what we did we did like two times a week at least we got like a, on tuesdays and fridays we uh, we went to my garage and did some workouts there did some myself at home as well so and uh, ended up being like a decent amount of workouts and we kept doing that for years and that's how I started, actually. And we started with a lot of basics, just basics, like push-ups, shit ton of push-ups, way too much probably every single day. But Yeah, so basically it was your friend. Is it Aryan? How do you pronounce yeah, that? Aryan, Aryan. Yeah, Aryan, yeah. yeah. Uh, that introduced you to calisthenics. But yeah, exactly. And he was he was also, back then, he, I think he still grew a bit, but back then he definitely um, had really the stats in his favor and he was uh, progressing like crazy. So he could do really fun uh, uh variations of the back lever already hit really fast uh and he's always been quite fit he used to be very skinny and then he built some some mass and, and got really strong really good at push-ups as well and i guess that's uh that's sort of what uh, i was like oh damn that looks sick i wanna let's do it so uh, we did it and uh yeah i guess the, the rest is sort of history i follow him on instagram and i've seen him do iron cross front levers and uh handstand push-up and like the, uh, i was shocked i was like damn this guy oh yeah was, i've seen him on your videos you do like the basic stuff uh, challenges but he had another level oh yeah i mean exactly i think at some point we were uh he was definitely uh like above me like easily because he started and he was already way way above me when we started in level and then he I had, uh, he has a pretty busy life as well <clears throat> when it comes to sports. 
He uh, plays badminton at a really high level. Uh, lots of people don't know that. Arjen is, uh, is an epic guy. Arjen is, Arjen is amazing. But he had, at some point, he just couldn't really... Uh, he kept up with the workouts, sort of, but he couldn't really get the workouts in and not progress and just focus on, on the badminton. Besides that girlfriend, school, he's also very... He's a very smart guy. He's, uh, he's very into, uh, into school as well when it comes to... Uh, he's taking everything really seriously. At some point, he sort of fade away and I kept doing my thing. Uh, YouTube and, and working out and I was also in school still and then I we, we got sort of at the same level and now I think we uh, we build it up we're still building it up together and now we're uh, I'm, I'm better at certain things full strength uh, is my is my uh, I think my, my best thing and now he's uh, also out leveling me in, in push-up challenges or whatever so it's uh, it's it's sort of a fair game but we we like to challenge not even each other but just to do challenges together so we, we Next question is, many beginners are confused on how to start. How did you start your journey? With what exactly? Simply said, I started with basics. Like I always say, I started with a lot of basics and I, I, I love basics because you can do them until like whenever. You can do them forever simply because you can do just push-ups and you can make them harder with, with added weight. You can make them harder with uh, higher reps. You can make them harder with variations. And we just did that at the beginning. We just did exactly that with push-ups, pull-ups, dips, and uh, we, we added some weights for legs, but that was basically it. Like in my transformation video and uh, in the first one, that's what like got my name on the map. And after that, I got another video, another video, another video that did really well. That's how I built it up. But I would say it's just basics, do basics. Like all the athletes I've talked to, they say basics, 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 basics is what everybody should start with. Many people look at these athletes, they are extreme and they are like, oh, I'm going to start with planche. Oh, I'm going to uh, start yeah, with exactly. iron. It's the wrong way to look at it. And I have one theory is that all these athletes have never shown the true journey. <laughs> they have never, like, let's say... You, had, you never saw Eric Ortiz when he did basics from the video. <laughs> no. You all didn't see him crazy planches and stuff. And I think that's what people think, hey, I'm going to start with that. Yeah, exactly. And same thing is for, uh, I would say you can start with, well, starting is a little bit like start with basics and see how you like calisthenics. But there's nothing wrong with really having a goal and thinking, oh, damn, that third lever is really epic. Or damn, that, that planche, that is something that I would love to do. And you can start with that as soon as possible. Obviously, choose your right level. Choose your right. Uh, uh, I mean, you're not going to, if you're going to try full front levers, the first thing you do with calisthenics, you're, you're, you're definitely going to get injured. But, and you're, you're going to fall on your face probably really hard. But, uh, I mean, you can start with that quite, quite fast. But it's just all about building up, starting at your own level and just finding, finding the right progression and just build that up that's that's exactly how i always how, how i've done it and how i have seen a lot of progress with people that i've trained so that's that's actually just the best tip start with basics and start low and just don't be a don't be a pussy and be like oh i want to i want to start with a with a with a full planche and if not then i'm then i'm gonna stop or then i'm not gonna show it on the internet no, just... that's awesome because many people are not doing that they think too much about the hard stuff they try it they say okay i can't do it i'm not strong enough did you do any other sport before calisthenics play football i play football and i still play football soccer in america it's soccer and here in it's Exactly. Football. Yeah. <laughs> you started with Arian helping you in the beginning, but did you have any inspiration, like an idol or something you, somebody you looked up to? Oh uh, yeah, I think I think it, it 
also sort of uh, uh, via Aryan, I guess, but he showed me videos as well from like Frank Mignano. You know, obviously, like those, I think those are the OG ones for everyone. Uh, there was this guy called, you probably also know him, Corey Hall. I, I, don't, I don't think he's really big right now anymore, but he also had like, for me at least, like sort of the same status as uh, as Frank Medrano. Um And you also got Dominic Sky. Arjen loves that. Arjen loves that guy. Like just because he's doing like all the mental stuff and Arjen is like, oh, I'm going to try like rings on ice. Arjen is like the, the typical guy, to, like, the type of guy to do that. He probably already tried it at home. Like doing like a ring club and push up on ice. But uh, uh, yeah, I think I think those guys. Dominic is changing to um, MMA actually. Oh, right now. Yeah, he's oh, training a lot for it. That's I would say like if that's that's that what he likes, then uh, then that's really cool. It's yeah, nice. he's been he's been in the game for a long time. Oh yeah, and he's by far like the craziest that I've that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, parkour to calisthenics to the window jumps. It's yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah. Like I'm, no, no fear. The guy is no fear. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is the best memory you have from your calisthenic journey so far? Ooh, that's a good question. Actually, I should, maybe you should actually know this. Um, I would say the best memory. For some reason, I would say like the startup, and then like the the first time I ever did sort of freestyle push-ups, stuff like that. Uh, I really like that. I also put that a few times in my transformation video, and that was really like. My, that, that video was based on like my baby like it was literally that video was i put so much effort into that video it was done a week before i wanted to upload it because i spent so much time I was like all right i'm gonna upload it around this time then a week early it was done because i spent so much time on it luckily it paid off but i would say it's the it's, it's just starting point and then uh the progress together with Aryan. i think that's the, the, the best part you are so a so-called youtuber uh, during this interview, you have around 782k subscribers. Yesterday, you had 779, uh, and you are growing quite fast. Uh, when did you start with YouTube, and what made you start with it? I started uh, in 2013, and what made me start is I started together with a friend, not Aryan, uh, also a legend, also an amazing guy who's still very supportive. Who you may or may not see back on the channel soon. Uh, I have a fun idea in my head, but um, I started 2013, first year of school of like 2013, sort of first year of school. And then we, we just, we were watching videos on YouTube constantly. And we were like, we can, this is the only thing we do besides school. We love this. Let's do this together. And we just started it. And it were game videos because the only thing we watched back then in 2013 was PewDiePie and, and some other stuff. So that's what we did. I would say like the rest is history, but so much happened between that because it's at some point we had like 180 subscribers and I was like, we need to upload more, but we can't because we need to be together because it's like our channel, but all the stuff is at my place. So what if I take over, do all the stuff and you can just come in every single video whenever you can, like all the videos that you can. And he was like, yeah, that's probably better because we weren't like growing really fast because I'm, I'm talking like a few months later now. Then I started just doing whatever I thought at that point was fun gaming videos i've done sketches i've done reaction videos i've done all all the stuff and at some point i i just came at uh, at fitness content calisthenics content vlogs and people actually hated it they hated it like they they didn't like it at all until i uploaded the body transformation video 
And then everyone was like, hey, wait, how did he do? How did he do that? And what happened? And can you explain more? And then I uploaded videos about like, you know, the, the ba basic workout that everyone could do at home. I explained some stuff about diet and how I lost like weight. And I, I, if I look back to videos, I will probably do some things different because I have just one year of experience, but I am kind of proud of those videos simply because it, it, it helped definitely like a lot of people uh, that were at that point, my subscribers, which were not insane amount of people, but like a thousand people that were watching my videos regularly. But yeah, I guess, uh, I guess that's uh, sort of the buildup of YouTube. Yeah. I, I saw your, before this interview, I went to your channel, went to your oldest video where you're like reacting to games or playing games, like yeah. a bit like PewDiePie. And you're like, this is 2013, uh, a time. small version of you, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit, it's a, and that's a small version. And then I got a little bit more chubby uh, after that. It's a little bit. And then uh, and now I'm here. I'm sort of uh, in between. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, you're not, bro. Uh, but it's it's fun to see the progress and how much work you have put in. Because going back, I scrolled, I scrolled. And I, I'm like, when did he start with this calisthenic stuff? And then I saw one calisthenic vlog. And then another, and then the, after the transformation, it's like okay, calisthenic, calisthenic, calisthenic. Because those videos that they do now have a decent amount of views, some of them, but they didn't when I when I uploaded them. So they like in the first day they would get like 200 views, 500 views. After the transformation, like some now have like 20, 30, 40, 40,000 views. Because after the transformation video, and still to this day, people are now looking back at older videos and clicking the videos and checking them out. But that's all because, uh, I mean, it's obviously because I started with uploading like random videos at that point that were about fitness, about stuff I loved, uh, or about calisthenics, about stuff that I just loved at that point. My audience didn't really like it, but I liked it. But luckily it worked out in the end. And I think this is important as well to, to think of when you are starting with YouTube or social media. I've been doing Instagram for four years or five. Uh, together with my girlfriend like we are only doing this people always try to follow what other people like in the end you will not be happy you need to do what you like and then you can be yourself and people enjoy that exactly exactly it's all about same applies to calisthenics it's all about just following stuff that you like doing stuff that you like and even love like really like and then that's what you should be doing that's what you should be aiming for if you're going to listen to other people that say Oh, this is working really well so i'm gonna do that so i'm gonna make that type of content but also in calisthenics if you're gonna look like oh that guy uh, uh or people saying to me for example like oh you should you should start doing real calisthenics or uh, why are you not being uh, like able to do plunge or why why can't you do this or why can't you do that well i i i'm also do that soon simply i'm also injured i've been injured for quite some time but also it's just i like reps and sets and i like getting a heavy like way to pull up and push up and i just like doing some cardio stuff as well. I love football. I also do that three times a week. And besides that, I, I like train five times a week. So that's like eight, eight workouts a week. So that's pretty decent, I would say. But yeah, yeah I, I, it is fitting in, fitting in some extra training. It's just all about what I like and what I think is worth my time and my priority. That's what I focus on. And that's what I think a lot of people do really well. And also a lot of people don't really do online. And I see that you, you do that as well. You just do what you want. Like you, you do, you upload what you, what you like. What you think is funny or what you think is, is cool and it's working out for uh, for the both of us so that's pretty sick <laughs> yeah and it's because too many people that's why i want to address this and that's why i'm talking with 
uh, athletes about this and also with you now, people like they always want to follow what others doing. Follow you, follow your dream, follow what you want to do. Like be you. Not even necessarily have a message. Do what you want to do and see if people like it. If people don't, if, if, if you want to be someone online, if that is the case, because some people don't even want that. And then uh, I give you all the, all the props for that. Cause like it, it can suck sometimes <laughs> having a, having a following online. But uh, I mean, yeah, if you want that, then just do your stuff and see if people like it. And if not, then you still doing your stuff. That's it. Don't do it for others. Do it for yourself. Exactly. That's it. But that's, that's it. What do you do for a living? What I do, I, I, uh, I do this. I uh, get interviewed right now. That's <laughs> yes. it. But Daniel. <laughs> yeah, yes, I pay you, right? I, I get paid a lot of money for this. No, <laughs> what I do, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I create, a lot, like I, I started when, uh, let me start by building it up. I'm going to start by building it up. I was doing YouTube for quite some, quite some time. I was making like a shit ton of money, like 30 bucks a month. Oh, guys, nice. start with YouTube. Yeah, it's so it's I'm definitely like it's it's only YouTube right now. It's all that YouTube money, you know. <laughs> it's it. I started with like a few bucks a month with YouTube, uh, and I'm with starting. I mean, like a few years after 2013, that's when I started. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I can get like get earn money from this. Thirty bucks. Okay, let's build it up. Let's try to build it up. Uh, uh, let's. I I I actually only wanted to grow the channel and then hopefully get like make it like a few hundred bucks a month, like three hundred bucks a month, because that's what everyone of my age was making a month in supermarkets. They're working in supermarkets here. I only, I I just wanted to match that so my parents would stop saying to me like get a job, because <laughs> I love just make. I just every time I said yeah, but I I I like creating a lot. Like is if I'm, what do I need to earn in in order for you guys to stop saying uh, stop saying get a job? Can I? Like, is it a hundred bucks, 150 bucks? Like, I like this a lot. Like, isn't that worth something? Luckily I persevered and I, uh, I, at some point had a, a not even viral video, but it's a video that I got a hundred, few hundred thousand views in a month. And that was like 200 bucks. And I was happy with that. And I was like, mom, dad, look, I can make money from this. Can I now please make more videos? <laughs> and yeah. that, uh, <laughs> that happened. And I tried to keep that up. It didn't always work. Sometimes it was like 50 bucks. Uh, again in a month and sometimes it was a hundred bucks 300 bucks and i was like i was just happy with how everything was going and i could steadily grow that to a decent income when it comes to my age uh still not definitely not enough for my parents to say oh you can yeah you, you're doing really well <laughs> like probably a normal job would pay more but i was really happy i was still in school and then i just at some point uh i finished school it's a somewhat the highest education that you can do in the Netherlands as in uh, uh, high school. I think that's the name for it. And I finished that and I just said, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to take a, a gap year. I'm just going to take a break and I'm going to focus on YouTube and try to grow it from what it is now to a point where, where you guys say, my parents say, uh, oh, you're doing really well. You can keep making videos. And I'm thinking by myself, yo, because I was obviously at some point old enough, 18 to think, all right, I think I need to make this much money a month to keep this afloat and maybe grow it steadily. So that year went pretty decent. It wasn't like the most successful year, but it went pretty decent. I could keep stuff up. I started a new company as well. Uh, it was Forge London, by the way, with uh, with like the uh, with Austin Dunham and some other amazing guys in London. And uh, we actually have, haven't made a lot of money and not even, I think we got paid like once, a thousand bucks or something, just 
like all the money in this in, for this company we're just investing back it's it's a lot of money that takes into like starting up a new company with the support that was really epic so i could show that as well and i just had a youtube channel that was not steadily gaining like million views a month something like that maybe a little bit less and then i also started uh around that time a little before that i started like helping people online with the workouts and, and sell some workout courses that people could join and i made a few hundred bucks a month with that and the bodyweight master right yeah yeah the bodyweight master uh st yeah, stuff like I that I had some uh, I had some people say say to Stan that the bodyweight master has helped me a lot. Oh, that, that's 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 so epic to hear. I, I I love that. Like we have them. It's like a Facebook group. I'm not trying to I'm I'm trying to not promote too much here. Like that's not what I want. It, but this is okay. But I think, and not many like I like to discuss what what athletes are doing. I talk with this like Victor Kamenov. I say, hey, what are you doing? You can talk about it. Like all your programs. So keep going. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, but simply said, what I want to say about like the Facebook group, it is, uh, there's a Facebook group, it's free to join and people are in there and some have the, the, the course, lots of them have the course in there and lots of them also don't because there are like 5,000 people in there and it's also like a bit 50-50 or something like that and lots of people share their progress there and lots of people are so, so positive about the course that it helped them build the, the, everything up because it's basically a course um when you're more advanced and you think you like you know a lot about calisthenics and you get the course you probably know mo most of the stuff that's in here there could be a little bit of information in there that you're like oh that's a good tip uh and the workouts are like i said basics focus on the basics that's that's what what that entire course is about and i guess that's uh, the structure of that course and everything is what would did so well and also why i could at some point back to like the the income uh, people which is mouth to mouth and saying, oh, this course is actually really good and it's helping me a lot and stuff like that. So could also like everything was coming together, a little bit of income stream from YouTube, the courses, uh, different ventures, uh, working together with brands. And I could show that and my, like everyone around me was like, oh, all right. So it's really like becoming sort of a business now, but I never looked at it that way. Um, because I just, like I said, from the start, I just love making videos and I am so happy that I could show like, Oh, Hey, I am making money from this right now. I can continue what, what I'm doing yeah. right now. I can just continue this. And then beginning this year, basically around the corner came, uh, came a, uh, a new studio, an entire like building that I could buy. And that's nearby. It's literally like I can throw a rock probably and it's, it's going to hit my studio out of my window right now from home. It changed everything mindset wise when it comes to business because that thing is expensive. And I just I needed two hundred fifty thousand dollars for that entire thing. And I had saved up. I am not the type of guy to I never go out. Actually, I'm a, a lot of people would say I'm boring, uh, but I, I've, I have a decent amount of money. I had saved that all up. So all that was definitely going into like investing it back. But I need a lot more money. So then I started to take a switch and we were like, yeah, all right, so now we're going to, now we need to make money in order to invest it back into the channel to make something that I just think is my dream. And that is the studio with my own gym with, for myself and my, and everyone around me and the videos and it's fixed that it was become a reality, like that dream. So I was like, all right, now. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to talk about the gym a bit more later on. Cool. Now I, I was like, now I need to, now I need to take my, my moment. And I, and I spoke to some people and they were like, you, you can definitely scale this up a lot more. Talk to the right people, I guess, work together with the right people. We could scale the, the course really big. Then the channel started taking off. And now I'm just like, 
it is going better than ever, and uh, and my income, I am, I'm doing, I'm doing fine. I'm almost, I'm, I'm almost close to 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 paying off the, uh, uh, I'm not not paying it off because I'm working together with a bank. But my my part, I can almost pay it off. So that's uh, that's cool. I just want to clarify: this is not an overnight success. This is not <laughs> like you have put in since 2013. You have been on this freaking YouTube and put in the work. How many videos have you done? like a lot of if you if you're gonna check right now that's not even the number because i have at the beginning i have um unlisted right now or privated or maybe even deleted some videos simply because like you don't even want to also i'm by saying this i probably sort of jinxing it but uh don't watch my old videos (laughs) don't don't watch them um but it's it's definitely like it's a few it's it's five six hundred videos probably so and some videos in there especially this year last year some like take a week to create or even more so there you go like that's a that's a shit out of weeks but i i uh, i appreciate that like no it's not i i would say it's not overnight success but uh i'm glad that uh that that's noticed <laughs> i love these stories and i love to hear because i know from experience as well things take freaking time and the effort and the small things you're doing behind the scenes it's a lot of things and it's not only editing and it's not only posting, it's thinking about, okay, the thumbnail, the th- title, the tags, uh, the caption, okay, like so much is going into one video. Uh, I'm, actually, I'm actually still spending a decent amount of time on uh, finding the right analytics to follow and because YouTube is changing that, but I, right now, I, uh, I, there was a time a few weeks ago or yeah, something like that where I was spending like an hour a day on analytics, like literally checking stuff out, seeing whatever works. And then I can, cause it is at some point I had to make like a, we talked about, I think this is decently important. We talked about like, do what you love, right? That's important. But at some point I had to choose as in like, oh, there's a really big project, but is it worth my time? Cause no one's going to click it. And then I just have to sort of filter out uh, what would work really well. Uh, and then choose from that what I just think is a really epic project or a challenge that I really want to try out with, with my friends or one brother or stuff, stuff like that. And then, then I just choose from that. So I do choose most of the time, like 99% of the time, I choose exactly what I uh, what I want, what I love. And if not, if that's a 1%, then I tweak it a bit until I think, yeah, this is something I think is really cool and fits the channel. And, yeah. and uh, So you do have to keep in mind, like YouTube is a hard pl- platform. Like it could be, it could be working towards a goal for seven years and then it's going really well. And then there are like examples from people that probably crash down really hard yeah. um, after like eight years of work and then they, they're back. They're back at where they started. Either they are depressed or they just don't find the motivation and a lot of things because they, I think that people following a lot of like they are following what the audience want and not what they want and then they get exhausted. And it's a bit like these videos, these interviews, they don't get the most views. They don't get the most likes and stuff, but I think it's really good long term for the community, long for the calisthenic community. Sick. Yeah. By the way, if, if uh, to everyone who's watching right now, if you're still watching, yeah, you're a legend. Right? You're, you're a legend because we're <laughs> probably a decent amount of time into this. Uh, yes, into we this are. Interview. So uh, smash look if you're watching through here, right? Give this guy, give this guy a like. Come on. I, I don't need, even need to say it. I, ha- I have to <laughs> nah. say it. I'm, I'm going to say it for you, right? Also, subscribe. Also, subscribe to this yes. guy. Come on. Subscribe. Hit that bell. Like. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All um, right. People think 
that you can only live from the ads from your YouTube. Is that true? I can only live from the ads. Oh, so in general, that would be a uh, different for a YouTuber, but I would definitely not be able to, uh, maybe this year, 2020, I think 2020 is the first year where I could be living off only my YouTube and uh, AdSense, but before that, I could not. I, it wasn't paying full time. I explained it in an entire video, actually, what I got paid. And I think I got paid in an entire year, like $18,000, which is for a full time job is not is below, below like what you would earn in the supermarkets I'm talking about. Uh, it's, it's it's like, I'm like, oh, that's a good amount of money for you for, for videos. But then you think, yeah, but it's it's your full time job, mate. <laughs> if you want to ever, like, there's no without work as well like or the work youtube there is no pension or there is no uh stability or there is no also still need to pay tax over that but you if you if i ever want to move out and buy a house 18 18,000 won't cut it so and, and 18,000 was at that point like a decent year before that it was all just like slowly going down there were like i said there were years where i made 100 bucks <laughs> uh how has youtube changed your life in every way every single way it has from point one being uh, being just a discipline to just stay. It was easy because I, I was just really loving it, but I was disciplined with creating videos. I wanted to, I would say like starting with the discipline that I gained from creating all the videos on a regular basis, I loved it. So it was easy, but there were also moments in every, there still are actually more right now because there's, there's a lot more pressure on certain things when you don't have the time but you still have to create a video you want to create a video and i would say i'm a disciplined and that i took that with me the calisthenics journey so that's the thing that it changed for me but besides that it is literally my life right now so uh it is it is what i'm doing it is how i am defined by a lot of people so and and not in a bad or good way because like yes i am the youtuber guy in in a lot of people like oh yeah my uh my friends say yeah i uh, like uh my friends are like this this and i by the way have a friend that is a youtuber so i'm introduced as a as a youtuber but i i don't i i don't i like that actually if, if i am the youtuber that people like to tell people about then uh yeah go ahead like sure i, awesome. uh, I if it defines me and, and 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 that is that is who i am i am the youtuber guy i am brownie i am uh, i am the guy who's doing random random challenges that have are related to calisthenics, but I am the guy that does YouTube is a calisthenics athlete, but can't blanch. I am that guy. I am, uh, <laughs> I'm all of that. And I, I think I, uh, I, it just, it is, it is what it is. I, like you are, you don't know. It seems like you don't know anything besides that because this yeah. is what you are. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never done different and I don't think I would change anything. I mean, yes, it took a lot of work the first, it still takes a lot of work, but like it took a lot of work to even see results, like five years to see proper results. But I wouldn't wouldn't change a thing, I guess, because it uh, it has definitely taught me a lot of things that a lot of people uh, would not have when you when you have to grow so slowly. Like it started it started from literally nothing, and five years later, it could still be seen as nothing. <laughs> but I loved it. I, it was me. It, I was the YouTube guy who was like stuck for. For two years at 23,000 subscribers. That's also how I was. Uh, I actually had a screenshot from a guy telling me that he was like, "Oh, damn! You're like almost at a, a like 300,000 subscribers right now." I remember when people in schools always said about you, like, "Oh, he's he's stuck for 80 years at uh, 23,000 subscribers," and I was also like a little bit laughing about that. But now, yeah, I mean, I, now I you're think, here. I, Who's now laughing here. now? 
<laughs> who's, who's laughing now? They're not even that, but I'm just happy that I, yeah. I have that entire journey behind me. And I, yeah. And you know, I, I got to give you this. You are really down to earth as a guy who has a huge following. Uh, and to see that you, you respond to comments also, and also see like that's that you saw my comment, even when you have so many comments and you get so many views, so many people watching and engaging that you saw my comment, hey, dude, let's do an interview. And you'd be like, hey, I saw this comment. This sounds interesting because yeah. I have contacted many people and oh, yeah? some, yeah, some people don't answer. Some people like, they're like, huh, I email, I DM, I comment, I like everything. If people would know me and people would describe me in real life, it would probably be, if my girlfriend would describe me, she would definitely describe me as a phone addict. But it's all, everything I'm doing, it's not like I'm a phone addict and I'm scrolling through this and that, but I'm just busy with what I have going on online. So I'm checking my Instagram. I'm <clears throat> reacting to direct messages there. I'm checking comments. I am uh, looking for new video ideas or things that I think, oh, that's that's fun to do. And that's like it's it's like i said it's part of what i what i like i never intended to for this to become i obviously wanted it like to become this big but it's just crazy but that doesn't change the fact that i want to see every single comment <laughs> i used to i used to want that and i still want to check a lot of comments but i i can't but especially because you uh got a few likes on your comment as well i think i would have seen it besides that as well but you had like few likes and people say oh that's a cool idea and then i was like oh i, I noticed this and i was just checking your content and literally that same day like uh, Aryan replied to me and said hey you should check out this guy <laughs> he commented on your on your video and you should definitely do it then I was like yeah I was I was checking it out and it uh, seems cool so uh, you have a huge following do you feel that social media put a lot of pressure on you yes in some way I think definitely in the beginning when it comes to me trying to to deliver what people expect from me like I need to upload videos. People want videos, like they want to see me upload videos. And if I can't deliver that, I definitely feel really sorry about that. Like I promised a video or I did that. But I also learned to not rush it too much, I guess, right now. Because every single video for me, at least most of them, have their own story and their own worth as in time, as in uh, like they deserve the time to have that story and get that completely out there so people enjoy the video to the max to the best in the best way possible but it also put a put a pressure on me i guess when it comes to i i have a 99 percent maybe even if you like round it up to above 100 percent like to dislike ratio so people smash leak a lot and they like the videos a lot but still like some some hate comments or people that are have a lot of critics they, that would still like get into your mind and think like is that true or do i have to change that or is there something wrong with that or something like that so that uh but i i think i uh, i managed that really uh decently right now but yeah that's that's really good because i know from experience and also with my girl and other people a comment can affect you a lot like even if it like you have 100 good comments positive if one comment is shit and talking shit you you'd be like wait 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 hey what is this and you're looking at it and like hey instead of looking for all the hundred positive comments. And I think it's a journey to learning that as well. Definitely, definitely. And it just, you also learn like what the type of people are that comment 
uh, and you just learn to read over that. But it hurts the most, I guess, when someone you know, uh, in as a as a follower, so you have seen him a couple of times in the, in the comments, supportive, and then they are like, "Wait, this really sucks because I don't have that. I don't think I've had that. Like, I think I've had once uh, someone who was like really supportive, and at some point he was like, "Yo, your content sucks right now." <laughs> so, and that was like, "Oh, you've been following me for like years, and now now you hate my content all of a sudden, or at least that's how it feels." But beside that, I would say like lots of hate comments are not not structured as in a way that, that that they would be a good structured critical comment with a tip with more like oh you suck because of this oh, but oh he's, he sucks because of this or you you i don't like your face <laughs> stuff like that i do i hate your voice uh which are not like you can't really do anything with those comments and i i can read over those really really easily right now but it's more like the comments with really a structured feedback i guess which I could even agree with sometimes those are the ones that stick with me. And I guess that's also a good thing about looking at comments. You can learn from that as well, but you also mm. definitely need to learn to not take every single, every single comment too seriously or think about it too much. Cause then you're, you're going to like, you're going to change things that are nefarious. Yeah. They're not needed. They don't need change. So I would say it's uh it's all, yeah, it's about a journey. Like you said, it's about learning and uh, you will yeah. learn. And I think because social media can impact your life so much, especially when you are an influencer posting, putting a lot of effort and some don't learn it and some break. In, yeah. Yeah. In a way. I've actually and, had a fun statistic that was, I don't, I think it was worldwide. Um, I was invited by Google to come to their headquarters in, in Amsterdam. And they told me like a really fun fact. So, they also had like a, uh, a a lot of different statistics, but they told me, you know that YouTubers have the highest burnout rate from every single job that is out there in the world, yeah. just like YouTube, like it's up there, like three times more than than place number two, something like that. Uh, and YouTuber slash influencer, whatever that word may mean, and I, I you definitely see that online, and it, it's just because so much stuff is coming at you, if you can't handle it, uh, or don't really uh, uh, have a decent agenda. Like I, I started using a, a decent agenda like somewhere at the end of last year. If I would have do not have like an agenda right now, I would definitely have burned out. But that's how yeah. simple it could be. I think people will never care about. I guess, I guess when they comment, they would never think, oh, maybe this got this comment could mean a lot, or maybe yeah. I'm maybe I'm commenting something stupid right now. But yeah, it uh, it definitely affects people. Every single comment. Like for me, I I was bullied for a couple of years, like nine years, and that taught me to not really care too much what people think because no matter what you're doing people will have an opinion if you're doing good they will have an opinion if they're doing bad whatever it is like everybody will have an opinion on everything if you care all the time what people think you're not gonna live your life you're gonna live up from the, like what they say yeah exactly and then, exactly and then the, when you lay down in bed you're like Oh shit, my life sucks. Yes, maybe because, because you're doing what other people people want you to do instead of exactly. what they want to do. When it comes to music, I would highly recommend everyone listening to uh, uh, to E Double. Do you know E Double? No. Yeah, definitely. That, that guy. It's uh, it's that story is. I'm just gonna tell real quick. That guy always made songs about like like it's plan A. There's no plan B. Just do your, do your thing and, and try to make it happen and just love what you do. Lots of those songs, it's pretty epic if you listen to it. But just, You're going to send me the link to it. Yeah, I, I will. It's like, he it was quite famous as well. And he 
at some point made a living off of it. He could like just by selling a few hundred uh, records or a few hundred uh, uh, just of his songs and just albums. And he had a decent following at some point as well. And and then he just he got infected. His hand got infected, and you saw his hand swell up. He posted that on Instagram, and the next day he was dead. And you could you could see like and it, like I was following the guy quite intense at that point. So he like one of my favorite artists at that point died, and I was like, it's quite ironic that he just died right now because it just emphasizes and yeah, it emphasizes the point even more that like if you're not gonna live your life, let's say you you're not living your life until his age. He was thirty something then you're going to be not doing what you want for like 30 something years. And then you die. If he would have not chosen that path and just, just thought, Oh, I'm, I'm just going to live the life people want me, or I'm just going to go to Safeway. And then the guy would have died at 37, never doing what he loved. And now he just did what he loved and died at 37, but he did it doing what he loved. So like, it's a, it's a, I, I think it's a decent story as well. Um, and it just shows that do your thing. And otherwise it's too late. That's, that's basically yeah. it. So I thought that was a cool story to uh, to uh, add to this uh, like yeah, do what you yeah, love yeah. thing. We got we got that yeah. theme going on in this uh, in this uh, <laughs> yeah. interview. Like yeah. do what you love, but it's uh, yeah, exactly. it's cool. Because I see that you are doing it, and that's why I think and many people criticize. Oh, you're not Kelsey Like shut up, please. Come on, he's doing something that he loves. People enjoy it, and maybe not you but don't try to disrespect somebody's work you have a sidekick during your youtube videos arian alberts if i pronounced oh. it right I, yeah. okay okay also calls himself the guy in the blue shirt for how long have you been friends and are you doing this together i mean on your youtube channel good question good question i let's uh, start with when we met it was in uh Kinder, kindergarten i guess like it was really young we were really young i guess that was the first context around that time uh we never really were like best friends or whatever at some point went to the same high school and we knew each other and we were like oh yeah let's just like let's hang out let's let's get like friends at some point we got in the same class as well that's where we built the friendship up and then he started calisthenics and that's where i joined and that's why that story continues actually from the videos that we started doing fitness that's when he also started to come regularly on the channel and then he faded away a little bit then he got back then he faded away a little bit and now he's like back for uh, these like i think he's been uh every single month in the videos for almost two years now at some point like i said i last year i wasn't not even close to how, I, how well everything is going right now. And last year, I couldn't pay anyone to work below me or work with me when I say it's worth your time. And he was like, I talked about him with him, like, yo, you want to do this a little bit more together? Because, I mean, you, you're, you're a busy guy and you, I know that you like creating content, but do you want to get paid for what you do? Because, I mean, I want you to, to yeah, it'd be worth your time as well. But he just doesn't want that. He didn't want to get paid. He, he said, I just want to do it as, as a, as a, as a hobby, I just love doing it. And I don't want any pressure on, on needing to go like you're paying me. And if, if there's like two, three weeks in a row that I can't record that I feel sorry about that or that I know I'm just going to do it whenever. And I, I like it a lot. And that's what we did. I do, uh, I do treat the guy sometimes on a, on a good, like, uh, we, we love movies, both, uh, just go like to the movies and go out to dinner and treat him like that. Or, he could win like a 500 bucks challenge, but now it's, I can't put a price on it. What, what the guy's worth to the channel right now and how, how, how much he's helped me. He's a, he's just a legend. Uh, you recently started a new project, the gym you are building. Tell me more about it. What is the plan with it? And when are you opening? A lot of people sort of misunderstood the concept gym there, 
which is uh, it's definitely going to be gym. But let me start with it's a, like I said, it's a studio here. It's 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 uh, pretty nearby. It's decent amount of space, especially for in the area that I'm living. It's quite expensive. It's a decent space. First floor is going to be a gym with gym equipment with my own sort of calisthenic spark in there. So I'm I'm working like together. Like calisthenic family. Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With the same. Do you guys, do you know uh, the brand Barmania? They're, yeah, they're basically, yeah, of course. yeah, they're they're one of the, I think, most iconic brands. One of the, there are like lots of them. Barmania and Kangaroo is often. Yeah, 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 exactly. But Barmania, they're like top-notch quality, what I've seen and what I've used. So I wanted to work with them together. Saw that, uh, like, Calisthenics family helped me with the, that collab as well. They linked me to uh, to Barmania. I, uh, I'm going to get that into the gym, which is going to be epic. And then stuff, what's also going to be in the gym is just like some gym equipment. So like, a, uh, I'm talking about some weights, let's see, a squat rack, squat rack, stuff like that, barbells, and also just a, um, what's that thing called again? We call it the beast, like machine, it's an air bike. That could be really epic, but also it's just a, 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 a treadmill. Second floor is, and the first floor is going to be designed as a studio as well. So yeah. good lighting and good spots to record and have everything clear in uh in your, on your screen so you guys can enjoy the videos. The top floor is going to be an entire studio just with a kitchen and there's going to be space for editing and stuff like that and there's going to be just sets. So sets for like a wide background with some props that I can use for the entire transformation series that I have. Uh, maybe even going to start a podcast soon or stuff, something like that. So you're you're between Calisthenic Family and uh, Thenix now? Sort of, I guess. I, I, I guess it's like I don't even know how to. I've I've a big plan. Like it's a big. I think I would not even say business plan. It's more like just a plan that I wanna I wanna do and wanna follow. And at some point, maybe even multiple channels, multiple stuff that I just threw different content or post different content on, and it's gonna be a pretty big thing. But the gym is gonna be also because there's so much recording and so much challenges. It's not gonna be a, an open gym or a gym as you can get your your, your membership. It's gonna be especially at first. Um, it's going to be for me, Aryan, uh, everyone who's recording there and my family, like if they want to work out there, they, they will need to pay. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they, they can get, they can get the gym membership. No, they can, uh, my, my dad, my dad can always join. I also like just a quick between, I just gave Aryan a shout out, but if there's someone else who, who deserves a shout out, it's definitely my dad. I yeah. bought that. I bought that thing, but I couldn't have done it with, cause there's so much stuff that needs to be done when you buy something like that. That is, I have no clue where I had to start. And my, my dad has always been very supportive. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put this out there. My mom wasn't a fan. She wasn't a fan, all right? My mom, my mom didn't like this at all. This idea, like not the studio, but the YouTube thing for a long time. And she's still not, uh, she's extremely proud, but she's not happy that I'm like, I didn't go to university and study something like, you know, <laughs> I feel you. Something else, but my dad was, Quite quickly, when he was just like, "Yo, this guy's doing what he's loving, and and it is going well," and he just supported me. Like, it, that, he's also helping me with because that, that's something I hate taxes uh, and all that stuff. It's very complicated with YouTube stuff, and all it's all over the world. So he's helping me with that. But the gym is going to be for people like that. So like, or just for me recording, and it's not going to be an open gym. So because if I'm going to get people in there and they want to work out and I'm going to need to record a, uh, a video or a challenge then I need to ask them to be quiet or I need to ask them to go away and that's not that's like an that's like I don't want that it's just my gym at that point and I know Calisthenics family for example like awesome guys also like great guys uh also helped me a lot and and uh I had 
because uh, you made the uh, the connection with calisthenics family. They had the studio, and I was thinking a year before that to get a studio, and it was the exact same uh, exact same property actually. But I saw that, and I was like, "This is not going to work. This is way too expensive. Definitely not in my budget, and I just need to let it go. I don't want to like I don't want to rent it because it's a completely empty thing. So I had to like invest forty thousand bucks into the into the the, the studio." before yeah. I could use it and then it's not even mine. So that's not going to work uh, because I'm renting it. So every, if, once I go out and I stop the rent, they have like the toilet and, and everything for free, like gym. <laughs> then I saw them moving into a property with, with a gym and doing everything they did. And I thought, damn, this could speed up so much things and I could hire some people maybe, like get some interns that are interested in working together. And I just saw so much, so much opportunities that I went back to look online and saw that that property was actually sold, but then it was put back online by the owners. Like at some, maybe the, the company got, I don't know, bankrupt. I don't know. Um, maybe they just didn't want it anymore. At least I consider myself lucky. I went for it and got told no by uh, some banks. And eventually they said, yes, like, you can, we will get you the loan. We have a lot of, we think this is really epic and uh, we see a lot of potential in you. So we definitely want to work together. So they did that. So shout out to uh, Rabobank. It's my bank as well. It's crazy big and it's going to, it's going to, I'm going to make it like use it to its full potential. So the gym is going to be, I can work out there every single day. It's going to be my thing to get it with Ari and you will see that probably a lot. Uh, my brother is going to be there because right now I actually, uh since this month is the first month we tried it for two months but for now i my brother was working in one of those supermarkets i told you about uh i said yo how how much are you making there uh it's like two three hundred bucks so i said all right fuck it like don't like quit quit your job there come work for me and i was he's working for me and he's helping me with some edits and some recording so he's working now for for the brownie so that's pretty cool for the brownie that's awesome. family business family business yeah i mean yeah that's family business who is your inspiration in calisthenics today? Good one. Oh, there. So, um, if you do reps and sets, I can imagine it's like Dayan Stibich. Yeah, that's like I, 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 I do think the guy is a, uh, is a beast, and I definitely, I definitely follow him. Check him out online. He's, he's doing great. He has a sick physique. He is, uh, yeah. he's crazy strong. Like, like I said, I follow a decent amount of guys in these, in the, in the industry, in the calisthenics stuff. And back in the day, I definitely needed that motivation. But right now, I'm just so. Like, I don't even look for that motivation anymore. I'm just so busy and I'm so motivated already and disciplined as in that I don't, I, I think there are a lot of epic calisthenics athletes out there, but it's definitely stiff guy, I would say. Andrea La Rosa, that guy, he's also, he's also a madman. Uh, completely different when it comes to like physique and, and stats wise, I guess. Dayan doesn't even like skills. Like he, he doesn't, like he don't enjoy it. Like that's why he don't work on it. I am a... Uh, gonna have my last chance at, because every time I tried training for the planche, I got, uh, I got injured uh, because I made a decent amount of progress. And at some point or my wrist snapped or my shoulder snapped. <laughs> and uh, now, now I'm gonna have like my last attempt at uh, the planche somewhere at the end of this year when my shoulder injury is completely gone. Yeah, I would say that's, that's like my uh, motivation. Motivations right now, I don't have like the specific. This is, I think most of the people ask this, both when I asked on, uh, when I asked on social media, like Instagram and YouTube. Why do you not train freestyle? Uh, will you ever start with it in the future? Was that the most asked question? Yes. Ooh. Freestyle, so like the dynamic movement. I would Dynamics, say, yes. I would say my main reason is um, it is very, at least from my experience so far, 
injury sensitive. I think the same reason maybe as we just talked about, I enjoy it a lot less than reps and sets and then I got skills and then it's for me free, freestyle. However, I do think it's really dope to look at. I just, yeah. I, I just think it's like there's a difference with looking at it and think, oh, that's cool and really training for it. But maybe when I have the exact right tools, because it's, I definitely have a, a freestyle bar that's going to be in the gym that I'm building. Uh, it's going to be like a, you know, a freestyle bar, so like two meters in width, I guess. Wow, that's that's the dream. That's pretty sick, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. And I'm definitely going to try to like keep up with that and try some stuff because uh, I'm definitely also going to set some challenges, which is definitely going to be a part of the uh, channel as well. Like really have a, a monthly challenge. So sort of try to maybe because there's apparently a lot of questions about it. Have like a, a freestyle 30 days thing and, and really try to get every single day work on. And I will definitely get to you for help. <laughs> yeah, just ask me. And because I put a lot of uh, tutorials on YouTube about freestyle how to learn all and even arian said from your videos like the where the let me judge where we uh, do judges when i judge performance oh yeah 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 he said you got me interested to learn the freestyle actually oh that's cool he actually showed me a video like that now you now you're talking about it yeah you showed me a video where you judge like the the like you talk about form and you talk about what's good and what's not and, and it, it was actually very interesting so that's a really good series you should definitely continue that thanks man definitely. Uh, i have i think i've done 50 videos on that so oh far. sick sick so do i think during five months or something <laughs> uh, and people enjoy it but you definitely if you're gonna do a challenge add the the dynamics i would love to see that uh, but start with the basics, like basic stuff. <laughs> Same as like we talked about, basics for everything. Yeah. <laughs> what, right, are basics? what are the, the main basics? Like you would say probably like sort of like 360 muscle up or? So, so muscle up 360, I would say the first actual skills to learn is like the basics. Basics is dynamic, a dynamic muscle up, like doing a muscle yeah. up with uh, high kipping. I think and, that is... Uh, actually really hard i i, I can't do it because my, my mind is so focused on on the yeah. perfect form that i was i tried it like a few years ago i i already started with it for for like i said i i have tried yeah. it um but i just couldn't get it and thought like i like strict version more now so let's just continue with that <laughs> that was my yeah yeah, yeah. was my, my well, i understand that i understand that and that the dynamic muscle up is only for the dynamic things because yeah. it's, it's a transition it's not you don't get points for that no like, exactly. oh, he, did, he did a muscle up great one point it's, it is not like that but i say dynamic muscle up you should be able to do a like front roll pull over and then after that swing 360 uh and muscle up 360 like okay, cool. those are the basics and then you move on to shrimp flip you move on to 540 and and later on, like I'm, I'm aiming for 900 when I'm back. Okay. <laughs> I heard that you had an injury in the shoulder and you talked about it. What happened? I think I did something wrong when it comes to like a, just an unexpected movement. Uh, I just had a, a workout that day. So I think it was a little bit sensitive because of that. And I just did a push movement. I don't know. I, I think I, I pushed something or I just did a push movement. And then I just felt like just a, a sort of really like some like like a, a knife was put into your shoulder something like that like it felt like that so was like, oh fuck just gonna not touch that for a while um and then um it kept hurting for a while and it just really was in the way of a lot of things so i went to uh to a, a 
physiotherapist and he said yeah that's that's definitely like there's something wrong with the with your shoulder there and we're gonna like have to fix it it's gonna be taking at least six months because shoulders suck so we were on the way to fix it and it was like four or five i think five five months in maybe even six already and he was like all right it's gone it's gone better and better and i was like yeah it's going better and better so what i did i do like the the basics when it comes to i i started doing that because shoulder and some push-ups hurt it a lot because and some push require a lot it's a compound yeah. movement require a lot of muscles in your uh in your shoulder and your triceps everywhere just normal uh like sort of push i guess like it's just a military press basically i pressed military press and i was like oh this is going well so the second rep i just did that and i just got a the worst pain i've ever had I, everything was, was such a weird pain i can't even describe it and i had to put down the bar throw it on the ground had to lay down for like 10 minutes and then i got back 24 hours later, sent Ari a video where I was showing him how a resistance bend. I was doing an isolation movement. I was doing a, uh, a shoulder raise or side raise for a shoulder. Left side was going easy. Right side couldn't get up, up to this. I lost all strength in my right shoulder at that point. Wow. So I, I started from zero again, and now I'm building up again. And I I that loss in, in, in uh, strength in my right shoulder, that never left so i had to build that up again but it's it's coming back right now so it's almost back to, to normal like we're now half a year later again so it's so I'm, i've always been injured for a year now so it's been like i said for statics actually everything it it, it, it fucked up everything basically like your pull strength push strength skills everything is fucked up and i just i think i sort of had an entire year plateau simply because of the injury i was back to like a intermediate level maximum and now I could bring it back and have like a, my, my decent front lever back, uh, get back to the back lever. Like uh, the back lever is, like, that's very scary because I just feel it sort of slide. It's Where is your top three tips for beginners who are starting calisthenics? We talked about like the main one and we definitely should am amplify that and then name that again. Like do basics, do basics. Second thing is find the stuff also nice in the, in the term of the, uh, the, in the, in the video. Uh, we talked about a lot do what you love so if, if that's like the, the freestyle stuff definitely do the base of that but if that's the reps inside go with that you will stick to it easily you can, you can get it in like there's no no pressure oh i didn't get my workout in i don't feel it no because you're gonna do freestyle that's what you love or you're gonna do skills that's what you love so do what you love and third i would say it's uh uh for results wise be consistent it's 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 just the most important thing uh, and be consistent and get your diet in as well. So just be consistent with everything and uh, focus. Like that's it. Just be consistent. I, I name it all. I say it a lot. I say it way too much, but be consistent. All right, be consistent. Do it long-term. Think long-term. Don't think short-term. That's, that's the third one. Awesome tips. Uh, do you train any static skills? Like I understand that you didn't like the plan. She worked on it. But I saw, like, I was shocked when I saw it on stories so your front leave. I was like, damn, this is decent. This is good. Yeah. Do you work on skills? Yeah, I, I do train. I, like I said, I had a really decent front lever. I would say really good, actually. Uh, uh, at some point, then I uh, got injured. And then I had to build it up again. And it's almost back at my old level. Uh, front lever, front lever is, uh, is going really well. Back lever, that was, like, easy. I could do basically everything now it's feeling a little bit scary with my shoulder but uh yeah easy besides that like i i do a lot of sets and reps so those are the big but i mean when it comes to skills obviously i don't know if that's basic but really strict muscle ups one arm pull-ups 
and stem push-ups. I would say those are sort of the skills as well, right? So this is a question I got from one of the subscribers. Uh, you often do transformation videos where you lose weight. Many want to also know why you don't do any how to gain weight. I gain weight really easily. Let's see, that's my simple answer. Like how to gain weight. Uh, obviously there's a difference in gaining weight really fast, easily, uh, and gaining weight in mass long-term. There's that big difference there and how you should approach that. Um, but as far as videos there, I definitely talk about it in the courses that I created. Like I said, I'm not so much a tutorial channel. Uh, I'm more a creator that likes to involve calisthenics in there, create challenges and stuff like that. And uh, 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 I did definitely mention it in, this in older videos, talking about like, it's all about having a, finding out what works for you and where you maintain, where you get shredded, where you, where you uh, gain weight and just find that surplus. If you want to gain weight, find that surplus uh, or find your maintenance and add like two, 300 calories to that every single day. See what works. If you're getting fat way too fast, slow down with the calories. But if you're not seeing any results, add more calories. That's how basic it actually is for me. Yeah. What I would say as an answer to how to gain weight and get your workout in because otherwise like you can get, you, you can bulk, but if you bulk and you don't work out, then it's just eating in a surplus and getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty simple explain. So the next question is, do you use any supplements? And if you do, do you think it's necessary? Um, I actually answered this in my last video. Lots of, lots of questions about it. this. Um, I definitely use supplements. Uh, you heard about the, the TRT and steroids? That's uh, I recommend that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, uh, I like that in the calisthenic community, especially like a few years ago. Everyone was like, you use steroids? And I was like, no, I, I, I use supplements. This is whey protein powder. This is just like an easy way to get your protein in. There's no steroids in here. But yeah, I do use certain supplements. Some are considered like a protein bar. Yes, supplement. Do I eat it? Uh, most of the time, yeah, because it's just a filling snack that has lots of protein and I just eat it throughout the day or after a workout. Yeah, I do them. I do use them. Uh, do you need them? No, you don't need supplements. Uh, supplements are the, the meaning of supplements is where it just gets really easy. Supplements mean it is an easy way to supplement your diet, to make your diet as optimal as it is. So, hey, you're lacking protein. Add a scoop of whey protein that is literally worth a few cents. Add it to uh, to a little bit of water or milk or almond milk or whatever you prefer. And hey, there you go. 20, 30 grams of extra protein more gains if, if you're like lose if, you, if you're not eating enough protein that, that's how it works that's like it's just an, an easy way to get your protein in I, I know lots of people lots of calisthenics athletes as well that don't use any supplements like they just eat a shit ton of tuna but that's that can be expensive but it's uh yeah it works oh right, now your favorite skill and why if it's considered a real skill uh my favorite exercise slash skill would be like muscle up strict muscle up that's like my all-time favorite yeah. simply because it's just so full upper body uh and and so so much body control that's how it feels as well and you can do it for multiple reps you can just really rep it out and do do like five six sets of that whatever you want it's just a good feeling to be like i know eight strict muscle-ups in a row which just feels good and it's just like it's a good if you you can make an entire upper body workout with like uh, muscle <laughs> <laughs> muscle up is like burpees for calisthenics yeah basically yeah no 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 to a question that i think many would benefit from as well do you fe ever feel unmotivated or and how do you deal with it 
Yes, definitely. And my number one tip for that would be completely make it feel like you start over again. Have goals in place. Set new goals. Look at your previous results. Look at what you want to change or what you think is fun. Like what you, what are the, the aspects you love? Like we're getting back to it again. Like look at the aspects you like a lot. Like, oh, I, I actually want to get better at this. On Oh yeah, these are my goals. I'll write them down and look at where you're now, compare the two and be like, this is what I'm going to do to get to you from, from A to B. Let's do it. And then you're probably a lot more motivated already because you have been busy with, oh, I actually really want to get there. I really want to do that. And this, this is what I like. And I want to get better. I don't, I don't want to do like uh I don't want to train. I don't want to train legs anymore. So you want to only get good at skills. I mean, you're you're still working out. I mean, I, I would recommend training legs as well. But that's uh, that's what works for some people that I know. Like they just said, I just stop working legs and focus more on skills, and they did that, and that that worked as well. So uh, now, what type of music are you listening to when working out? Good one. Um, I would say I don't know where on the spectrum it is, but I am definitely not on the one side of the spectrum where it is like hardcore metal rock until you die like ah! which is, there are plenty of people that do that listen to that uh, i have a playlist called brownie which is uh, on spotify like there's a lot of random stuff in there but i i like myself some hip-hop i like myself some house some trap definitely like e double like i said he, the guy is a is, is a separate genre almost it is rap r&b sort of style uh, but that I like, I like G Easy a lot. I like a lot of random songs. I also have a lot of songs from people I don't even know the name of, uh, simply because I just like the song a lot. It is recommended to me, or I just find it online, and I put it in the playlist. And I just think it's it's just an epic tune. It just has a has a cool beat, has a cool drop, gets it gets it working for me when I'm working out, and just gets an extra rap out. And uh, uh, that's that's basically the music I'm listening to. So it's not crazy heavy metal. It's also I don't, it's not like Classical music, it's probably somewhere between. Some people don't consider you as a calisthenic athlete, and I said this before. Why do you think that is? The calisthenics athletes in general, just in general. Yeah. I'm not a calisthenic athlete in general. Um, I would say, like, logic-wise, that would make no sense, because I can't even, like, find the logic they would, would try to find to, 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 do, to say that. The only logic would be, you are not a calisthenics athlete because you're not as hardcore in and good as people like Andrea La Rosa or whatever. Like I would say it's more a comparison, yeah. but I would say the people who say that are quite lost and don't know the meaning of calisthenics and are definitely in my books. I've always, I've mentioned this a few years ago on my YouTube channel as well, are definitely not calisthenics community worthy and should definitely like, not be in a community because they they don't see calisthenics as like they see calisthenics as this hardcore street workout only thing which i i definitely do not see calisthenics and i see calisthenics as a as a really big thing and people doing basics if people are working with their body weight adding pull-ups push-ups dips to their workout they're they're starting with they're doing calisthenics that's calisthenics they're they're starting with the with the basics and i mean if you're gonna add stuff like muscle ups, front levers, back levers, like levers, uh, and some push-ups uh, and stuff like that, then like you're probably a calisthenics athlete. But calisthenics is for me really broad and is a big community and everyone is welcome. And if you're only gonna do push-ups, pull-ups and dips, and besides that, you're, you're gonna work with weights as well. You are partly in the calisthenics community. I mean, calisthenics is not a 
only, for me at least, you need to have this, this, and this, and you need to be this good at calisthenics in order to be considered part of the calisthenic community. I find that very wrong as well, so I, uh, I think that's my, that's my take on it. Yeah, I agree with you. So, like, I don't, I, I've, I've competed in uh, different competitions, but I'm not as strong as many are. I do my thing, and should I be considered a calisthenic athlete then if I only do this? Like it's it's so weird, and those people are bringing down also the the people who wants to come in. Maybe let's say you introduce them to first the basics, and then they see, I don't know, Daniel License, whoever, and they're like, wow, that's a part of calisthenics as well. Exactly, and you're you're just. I think those people are definitely ruining the community. Uh, also because of like, people need to keep in mind we briefly talked about this these guys you're probably watching online it's their life it's what they do um it's also you follow them um but that that's what they do they compete most of them they do some have youtube channels but and also i i definitely think you, this applies to you as well i'm a content creator and creating this content is a full-time job more than a full-time job i still have to add some workouts and like i said i work I do around five workouts a week calisthenics based basics uh that's strength skills uh, and that is a, a decent plan that I made for myself. And on top of that, I do three cardio workouts, which are like my football football thing. People don't seem to understand that what they see on Instagram and the top of the notch calisthenics athletes, those are not the only people that are part of the calisthenics community. No, no, no. Those are the people that are leading the calisthenics community uh, when it comes to level. They are the highest level. But the calisthenics community is a million times bigger than, than those high calisthenics athletes. They're good at what they do, and that's why they have a name for themselves. But they are not—they are not the calisthenic community. They are part of the calisthenic community and are probably inspiring a lot of people. They are not—they are not. It's not that they are the calisthenic community. So, oh, Brownie's a Brownie has a lot of followers, but he's not up there with the level of the uh, of, of Daniel or uh, or uh, uh, License or I don't care, like I said, Andrea Larosa or whatever Stipka. Uh, he's not up there with those levels. He has the same followers or even more. Oh, he's not part of the calisthenic community. Like if that's your if that's your reasoning, that makes no sense at all. I, I get so mad, <laughs> like because these no, because these people and some of you that are listening or watching this are these people. It's it's not a way to grow the calisthenics. Definitely, I think for you. I had I, I I had a comment like yesterday, like oh, why do you interview? Why are you gonna interview him? He will not not bring any value. And I'm like, how do you yeah. know? Have you in have you interviewed him? Do you know anything about this guy? Like, I don't know if Daniel License will bring me any value, but I think it's interesting to interview yeah. this guy. Like it's safe to say that he will probably bring something interesting, but it could be that he's just like not bringing anything uh, to the table and that like I don't I feel like I, I would definitely be I, I sort of feel like a little bit let down by the community and uh, and 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 uh I almost want to say like someone like me, as in someone really bad, but that is not what I, I, I don't consider myself really bad at calisthenics. So that's a bit of a, I take off offense in that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? You know what? I have, I have your back on this and I don't really care what these, like these presenter of people think. And like some people say it's not even opinions, it's facts. And I'm like, you don't know the difference between facts and opinions then. Maybe this interview will have like a 50% dislike ratio and then uh, 
you kind of you can see what people think are facts, but uh, maybe people maybe this one. Well, let's let's get this uh, video to uh, a ninety nine point nine percent like ratio, not dislike like ratio. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Who is the top three strongest athletes in calisthenic in your opinion? That is a that is like oh, that's gonna be very very subjective, I would say, and also because like I am like I said, I love calisthenics, but I'm not into the also because that community is uh, is what made me feel not good about myself in the calisthenic community and made me feel or made me feel like the calisthenic community is a bit toxic. Is like the competitive side of it. A lot of competitive people there are uh, very much, uh, or people who look at that a lot are very much like on top of the notch, or you need to be this good and otherwise you suck or why. Like so, it, it made me feel not that good. So I've never been really interested in the competitive side of calisthenics. More like the like I said, broad audience. But if we change if, if we change the question, who do you think is the most influential in your opinion? Oh, that's a good, that's a better question. Yeah, that's a better question, I would say, because I have no clue. Like, I would say, like, Daniel Lazens is what he's doing with the dynamics and stuff. He's definitely top-notch there. He's winning everything. Influential-wise, Chris Heria. Definitely. Definitely. Chris Heria. And Daniel Lazens is definitely up there as well as the second one. And besides there, there would be... I mean, lots of people, it depends on what, what time you also ask me. Because if I would say who's on top, of, who's on top, it could even be still like Frank Madrano. The guy's a little older now, but have you seen his views on YouTube? It's crazy, like 20, 30, maybe even 40 million views on certain like compilations. And the guy made me start. So, I mean, I think people are still showing their friends at 15 years old, showing like a video saying like, yo, check out this video from from Frank Madrano. We need to do this as well. And maybe in five years, he will sit with exactly that guy, exactly like we are now in front of the screen. Maybe he has a big YouTube channel as well or a big Instagram because of Frank Madrano. So I think Frank Madrano still has that power. Yeah, and maybe, maybe like I'm completely wrong. People will hate me for this, but uh, maybe I'm, who, who, in your opinion, can you name a few that I may be missing or that are really, I'm talking about influential. I think influential wise, uh, Cali move. Uh, in a good way, the information. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, Those guys are legends. Yeah, and I think you are bringing an, a new type of influential when it comes to calisthenics, the entertaining part. Yeah. You know, Daniel License, yes, he drops a video once in a while, like every three months. Yeah, but it's not going to impact. Like, you have 130 million views, I think, something like that or more. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you, you it's a lot of influential, like you put out the views people watching. But I would say Calimu, Fitness FFQ. Oh, uh, yeah, the guys. When it comes to information, yeah. bringing the right information. Which is also the only thing what I, why I like the side of what I do more than, and I, I'm super thankful that those guys exist. Like those guys, they, they help so many people and with the right information i have people from my like football team who, who are like do you know like fitness faqs that guy is like has a lot of good information at some point creatively i would say i have a i have a lot of ideas like every single day i pop up so many ideas and i i I've, i did tutorials for some while but it was definitely not satisfying me at all like i could not put the creative thoughts and everything in those tutorials because it's always so little serious um so i'm really glad those guys are there and I, uh, I definitely want to uh, focus more on the entertainment side. And like, yeah, and I'm thinking about it. There are people joining the, uh, that's only my course. Like not everyone who's watching my video are buying the course, but what I see 
there are like tens of people joining every single day in my course alone. And they're, that's a calisthenics only course. So they are starting calisthenics. And that's tens of people a day, every single day, uh, starting calisthenics. Imagine what, what like the videos only do with people that are just interested in calisthenics and they watch the trans- transformations or they watch the other videos or the challenges. And they're like, oh, I'm going to try the push-up challenge. And they get into calisthenics. They don't need to buy my, my course to get into calisthenics. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's that's tens of people already. So imagine that's probably to the factor of like probably a thousand people more. It's a thousand people starting with calisthenics every single day, probably. So that's crazy. And it's crazy. Like some, I have got messages. And I I get shocked. Like I haven't. I was really active on Instagram before posting my progression stuff. But lately, I've been doing this. Let me judge. And people are like, yeah, you motivate me and inspire me to work. I'm like, dude. But I'm only. I'm talking about somebody's performance how like i but, but somehow i inspire in that way like i said like the arian arian uh, fell that way in a in a yeah. free cell and that's i definitely yeah. see how that can happen because you're talking about a sport and you're seeing the possibilities and you're seeing what's happening and i definitely see that uh like i said i started the interview maybe a little bit uh it sounded a little bit selfish but i do think i have my fair share in uh in the calisthenic community and the growth so uh uh, and Chris Harriet, I, I agree with you. Chris Harriet takes that to the next level when it comes to tutorials, and people like Daniel license in, inspire people to uh, to just get top performance. I guess it's not like that's that's next level skills, for example, next level dynamics, and so there are a hundred more people that would probably deserve a mention, but I just I can't think of right now. Oh, we we have the last question for this interview. The last question is your favorite quote. I wanna. I wanted to say something, uh, but then it was like a little too cliche for this video because it is just like, do what you love. <laughs> but then we get like the entire message of this video has been do what you love. Um, so I know that's a cringy or good end to this uh, to this interview. I would just say like follow Plan A. There is no Plan B. Awesome. I like it. I like it. And man, I, I appreciate you taking this freaking long time. Now it's two hours, actually. We have it. We have it. Two, two hours. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Epic. And I appreciate your time. And I don't take it for granted, really. And uh, you're really down to earth. And I think you deserve more love from the community than you're getting. And from the hardcore calisthenic athletes and all watching and also listening on the podcast like there's more into calisthenic than only statics and freestyle and the crazy daniel Eisen, eric ortiz and andre la rosa there's more into it because everybody's a beginner and everybody's starting with basics everybody's starting with muscle ups can really i can relate to you like hardcore from the beginning i did muscle ups i did only but like i did reps that's how i built and that's what made me start with freestyle later on. Yeah, exactly. I'm actually, let me check, because I actually um, follow quite a lot of the people we talked about, and they most of the time follow like Austin as well or something like that. And there's no way they don't know me, but I think none, none of the big calisthenics athlete follows me. So I think that's a, it's a clear message almost. That that's why I hate, I'm just going to say, like hate the, um, the competitive side of calisthenics. A lot of these high... The, the stuff there it's just so so focused on on performance and everything and being the best and if you're not then you're then you stuck and stuff like that so it was such a toxic community that if oh you can't do planche after this many years you fucking suck and it's just literally that's the 
that's the thought process of most of the people up there from my experience it's at least three years ago uh, and that just really yeah. sucked and really sort of hurt it at that point and i just stopped like focusing on calisthenics competitiveness and i will never get back to that like i don't think that's ever going to be for me because i just hate it so much uh, but that's yeah. why i don't know a lot of the calisthenics athletes at all like i just don't focus yeah. on the competitive side or who is now best or who is now i never focused on that used to be interested in that but like i said it just it was too toxic for me lots of people that that i just didn't want to I, 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 I didn't felt any any good side from that community besides it's pushing people to to their limits which is pretty cool like you see crazy stuff people do crazy stuff but besides that it's it's not a it's not a nice community up there at least that's what i found out back then you know what i can recognize this in my when i i do a road to planche on youtube and people are like hey why are you so long and you haven't learned and blah 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 i'm like listen if i, I if i would like to put you down with things you don't you haven't learned that I have you would not stand on the, like stand on your feet right now I have learned things you can't and maybe you have learned things I can't yeah exactly exactly stuff like that and I also think that I do also think by the way I just want to I just said like not a lot of the the high calisthenics athletes that everyone knows follow uh, follow me I don't think a lot of them also even know me simply because my content is so different to the normal calisthenics that they uh that it's hard to like it's just so different like it's more mainstream and that's also my focus that's why i think i can grow like i'm growing right now because my audience that i'm looking at is everyone who's just remotely interested in in a bit of working out fitness challenges calisthenics that's what i'm targeting uh and and it's just really easy easily consumable content which is a, a tutorial for example is most of the time not so that's why i think i would uh I do better there, but I do a lot worse when it comes to making a name for myself in the calisthenic community. I don't even care about that at all, actually. Like, I love calisthenics and I love people see love people doing it. Um, but if I'm not considered a good calisthenics athlete or a, a uh, or even a calisthenics athlete, I don't care. Like, I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm doing it decently good. It's going really well. So. Uh, I just want to say thank you before we wrap this up. And if you don't follow Stan Brownie on Instagram and YouTube and everything he's doing, I'll link everything on everything down below in the description. Thanks, man. And and for those now who maybe gave Stan a chance to listen to this interview and understand who he is and what what he's doing, and also listen to him, it's he like you explained. It's you feel like it's toxic, like these are the community they are not you're, they are not bringing in you like being part of it and so i want everybody listening and watching this to remember this be kind be humble because calisthenic community is about everybody yeah not that's everybody i i guess that's how i uh, how i would see it um that's maybe subjective maybe objective but calisthenics it's for everyone it's sick even if it's basics and if it's only skills if it's only dynamics it's for everyone that's how I look at it. Thank you for your time. And hopefully I will meet you someday. Oh, in yeah. In real life. Definitely, definitely. We, we definitely, if, if ever we close, we, we got to meet up or we got to make it happen. Uh, love yeah. this, man. It was a sick interview. And uh, thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Stan Brownie. And if you did, hit that like button. And also make sure to subscribe to the channel so you don't miss out on any other interviews that I do. And if you want to watch or listen to more interviews that I've done in the past, just go to this list down below in the description and click the link. And I will see you in the next video.